Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Greetings, listener dears. Should old listener dears be forgotten? Never. Never brought to mind. Happy New Year. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. And welcome to the first house meeting of the new year, 2021. Here we are. Hashtag be fair in 2021. Yeah, of course, oh, be yeah. fair in 2021. You really be, should. Well, in fact, shouldn't we upgrade? Was it, it was be fair in 2020. It was be honest in 2019, be fair in 2020. What do you want for 2021? Be kind in 2021. Yeah, why not? Why not? not? Be kind. Hashtag be kind. Yeah. There's a, you know, it's 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 good to remind people. I got I got some abuse on Twitter yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have done that. Sorry. You weren't answering your phone, so I thought, well, I've got to get through to him one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, inevitably, it's awful when you get the, you get those kind of messages telling you you're, you're rubbish. Um, and then I, I, inevitably, I'll go to the page of the person. I'll, I'll go to the, the person's um, Twitter bio and read it. And it's always, without fail, they'll mention how it's important to be kind. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's mad. <laughs> yeah. It seems like the people who have be kind, you know, like the signs that say be kind and work hard up in their house are p- presumably just all lazy assholes. <laughs> because anyone who says, oh, you've got to be kind, I feel like... But you know what? It's important to remember. It is important to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just southern, well, no, southern backtrack. Oh, wait a second. But it is, it is going to no, be... No, here's, here's the thing. I'm trying to think of whether or not I... I mean, I do think it's important to be kind. But I, I feel like people who say be kind are normally not nice people. Is that fair to say? Uh, I think there's some truth in it, yes. And we are those not nice people. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, so yeah, it was a, a, a fun chat you're going to enjoy now. Obviously, it's a, a brand new year. So we take on the topic of Y2K. Why wouldn't we? Um, that's, that's key. Um, if you want to start your new year off right, then why not join our Patreon? Yes, oh, get on yeah. board, guys. The Patreon's a lovely community. We offer a whole ton of uh, bonus material. Yeah, and we've got a um, brand new offer that um, as we've, we've been doing all through uh, lockdown. So since about sort of uh, March, April of last year, we started doing this show called Flatshare Lockdown, which is very similar to the house meeting, actually. So if you join the house meetings, you'll enjoy Flatshare Lockdown. It's us uh, having a silly chat, uh, reading out your emails, that kind of stuff. And uh, now if you join as a $2 patron, we thought, you know, money's tight for a lot of people. If you join as a $2 patron, you get um, the first 50 episodes of uh, Flatshare Lockdown. 50, five zero. Five zero oh, episodes. You baby. get them you get them for your two dollars. So if you wanna if you wanna you know uh, send That's us a amazing. little bit of money to uh, if you enjoy the podcast and you want us to keep doing it, um, we sort of rely on those donations. So 
that would be uh, that would be great. Two dollars. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share, and you can be a happy camper just like our friend Math, who writes uh, via Patreon. Thank you for the best shout out ever. This is from uh, one of our uh, Patreon neighborhood watch roll calls. He says, "Thank you for the best shout out ever." I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. What am I feeling? The bullshit of Math Berryman. It's going on my headstone. So there you go. Not only do you get uh, all of those bonus episodes, you also get to be uh, insulted by us. So what a treat. Why not? Get in touch, guys. Get in touch. Join the Patreon. Um, But otherwise, enjoy this house meeting. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. Well, happy new year. Happy new year, everybody. Swinging into the new year. Woohoo! Feeling strong. There's a lot there's a lot gone into 2021 feels like if every year is going to buckle under the weight of expectation, right? Because never has a year had more well, it's going to be good. <laughs> Can you remember a year that's had better stakes? Like Do you know two, what? Maybe 2000. Yeah, well, no, yeah like, I think the millennium. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But, but also, like the, but the millennium wasn't like, it has to be good this year. It was like, New Year's Eve was big, and it was like, there's the event, but it wasn't like, oh my God, 20... It, no one's yeah. going like, 2000's got to be the best year well, ever. The, the millennium basically had... Um, if if it gets to 2000, if it's midnight exactly. on 1999, it gets to 2000 and planes don't fall out of the sky, then it's a good year. Fucking That's hell, what we should have had. 2000 had it easy, didn't they? Yeah. 2000 was like, look, all I have to do is exist and I'm already on to a winner. Yeah. Why didn't why didn't they, you know, if I was working <laughs> high up in the government as a diversionary tactic, that's what I would have done. I would have said, look, guys, let's let's bring out a new Y2K bug. Yeah. Because, you know... Just get that rumour started. Get the, get the rumour started that actually it turns out that the, all we did when we fixed the Y2K bug, because remember, it wasn't a myth, it was fixed. That's the thing about it. They would say, you know, like, people think it was a myth. Actually, no, they worked really hard to make sure it was fixed. But they Hang didn't on. fix it. They didn't fix it enough. They only postponed it 21 years. Is that what, is that the, is that what people peddle, that they fixed the they Y2K fixed bug? Yeah. yeah, that's a good that's a good racket, isn't it? No, no, that's that's I think the that's truth. Real. That's the that's the truth yeah, rather than being a good yeah, racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> truth. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. Wake up, sheeple. There was look. We could we could all pretend something's going to happen and then go. Hey, good news, guys. We fixed it. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fixed it. I, some well, they guy, did because it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. That thing that. Wasn't going to happen, didn't happen because some guy fixed it. You know what I'm saying? I, st- well, I know exactly what you're saying. And I think I'm it's saying, balmy, mate. I'm saying some some nerd in his computer room was like... Some, a computer room? It's not some, university in the 90s. Some, some nerd in <laughs> well, their I mean, it kind of was. It probably did happen in a university in the 90s. So, yeah, sorry, I retract my previous statement about it not being in university in the 90s. Oh, Crosby, I can't believe you're coming at us with these mad theories, mate. This is really embarrassing, actually. (laughs) They looked around and they said, look, okay, I've got a plan here to get us some kudos. We're going to pretend we saved the planet. 
And then they, they engineer the whole thing, whoop, 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 pulling it's, their little computer strings. It's true because most people don't understand technology. That's I, that's fair to say, isn't it? The, most people, you're walking around with an iPhone in your pocket. Obviously, you weren't at the time, but yeah. you're walking around with technology that you yourself cannot comprehend. Put you it know, this way. No one's made a film about how they saved the planet. You know, like... Think about all the films that they make. Yeah, they have. <laughs> I think your theory's falling apart here. Harry. What? This, no one's made a film about how... New Year. New Year. No one's made a film about how the computer nerd saved the planet from Y2K. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you, 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 you didn't finish the sentence. We, we interrupted you. I thought you said no one's made a film about how someone saved the planet. No, I didn't uh, say someone. I said they. No one's yeah, made no. a film about how they've saved the planet. I'm not talking about anyone. I've no, I know of the Avengers. I, All I right, listen, chill, listen, chill out, mate. <laughs> chill out. This is what happens. You've, you, this is the problem with mad conspiracy theorists. You can't come at them fr- face on. You've got to come at them sideways. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for offending you, Tom. Let's not start the year off like that. Um, but uh, you, you're saying there's never been a, there's never been a, a movie about the Y2K bug. Is that what you're saying? Because well, there hasn't, there hasn't, has there? No, yeah, I don't think there is. And you're saying that's because it didn't happen. But or, well, no, or I, it was I, it was or it was quite underwhelming because the I, yeah, nature was, of the nature of it not happening doesn't make for a very exciting movie. And also, you know, like it's Gerard fair enough. Butler trying to remember his login, <laughs> <laughs> spending ages trying to connect to a printer. I'd, I'd prefer it to be honest. It's the swordfish problem, isn't it? No one really wants to watch people doing things on computers is swordfish still a good reference i don't i never saw swordfish what was no one saw swordfish. what was what was swordfish what happened in swordfish i this is not the it's not the um precursor to catfish is it it's not about people it, saying to be someone else to cats oh jesus christ well no one wants that they were swordfish but their tails came out of their arseholes and it upset everyone yeah. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> Very realistic genitals on those swordfish, and it really... Uh... <laughs> that was where they put the swords, wasn't it? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if no, if the Y2K thing, if it's true, let's say if it's true. <laughs> yeah, okay. And no one's made a film about it, we should be those people. Right? <sighs> okay. Because... because there have been films made about computer people doing great things. Yeah, and uh, the problem is it's such a, it's such a famous story. The ending of it is the end of it is the ending of it is so famous, but the end of it is so kind of uh, like dramatically unsatisfying. It's not like you know everyone knows how Titanic's going to end, right? But at the same time, seeing that that great ship going down is extremely satisfying for the viewers you know it's it's heartbreaking whereas if you know what you're leading towards at the end you know this that's like, why like, like the imitation game for example right oh yeah you know you know you know they crack the code it, i mean if anything it would be a i guess like, it's more it's of a human of, story it's kind of a remake of that isn't it really <laughs> but like so, for, so the imitation game too y2k but it takes place over msn <laughs> I think the problem as well is during the imitation game, there is a big event happening. Like the the adversion of Y2K uh, is the nothing. millennium, mate. Yeah, but it's Will yeah. Smith's doing the soundtrack. <laughs> it's a pretty big <laughs> Will, oh. Will Smith and Robbie Williams. Yeah, and all and subplot is the guy the guy who is most sneery to them is also the guy who's planning the firework display along the Thames. 
and it, turn, it turns out he's the one who fucks things up. So he why Guy so Fawkes. he so basically he's <laughs> he's realised old Fawkes has realised that he hasn't um, that he hasn't got the fireworks in place. Well, he's, so he's like, like, well, what could he, be more impressive than a load of planes falling into the Thames? He's, <laughs> he's so busy laughing at the nerds that he forgets to light the fireworks at the end. And it's like, he gets a good old comeuppance. So it's, like, a, it's a double whammy. It's a double whammy of nothing happens and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, but nothing happens twice. <laughs> Now I'm interested. It's, it's, <laughs> of, course, of course, it's the. Well, what, what are you saving for the sequel there, though? <laughs> well, we don't even make the sequel, and that is the, that's the ultimate nothing happening. <laughs> Honestly, Christopher Nolan's very excited to make the sequel to uh, what, what will be the third movie in the Imitation Game franchise. Would we and he's, call he's it? He's not even going to show up. Would we call it Nothing Happens? So I quite like that as a title. The imitation. Well, it's bold. It's, first, it's the imitation game two, <laughs> colon Y two K, semicolon nothing happens. Brackets twice. Bra- well, I think we saved the brackets twice. The things I was thinking about putting in brackets twice, but I think we saved the brackets twice as a little because obviously you've got to leave something for the audience. I mean, they didn't. So they didn't. I'm guessing they didn't fix. Like, what we're going to have to stretch the truth here is that they fixed it. They probably fixed it a few years before, right? But like, what we you want them to fix it literally, like like a like bomb disposal, yeah. Where there's where it's where it's counting where it's counting down that big uh, that big clock that uh, counts down to the millennium. Exactly. That's what you want. You want them to be like, do which do we cut the red wire or the or the the green wire? And why have we why have we built this clock there's, that somehow look, think, is involved? It's Big Ben. It's got to be Big Ben, right? So they're inside Big Ben. And they're like, what, so what? There's a, the computer inside Big Ben. They're trying to kind of like snip the wires to stop it from becoming the millennium. I had good money there on Clarky wading in to say that Big Ben's the name of the bell, not the clock. Come on, mate. Uh, I, re- I, I, I thought it, it's going to happen. We all know it's the name of the scientist, not the monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, look. It, it, look, there, 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 there's been exciting films made about unexciting things. Okay. Okay. This is a yeah. good category. Swordfish. Swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like hidden figures, hidden figures that, that everyone was interested in. That that was people doing maths. Yeah. You know? um, a beautiful mind, I guess. You know, there, there's computer shit going on in films that people like. Is it fair? Is a- yeah. Is it fair to say that you don't like computers? Is that what it is? is that well, you I was going to say that these these are all films that don't really interest me. So I think I'm also in that category. Swordfish uh, got a lot of chat about about at the time because Halle Berry got her norks out during it, which I think is testament to the screenwriters struggling to make computers interesting. Because right. no one needs no one needs to hack a computer topless, right? Is that what is that what it was? She was a topless computer hacker. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't. Re- I, I mean, I, there's a lot I can't remember. Oh, I feel like we saw this in the cinema together, Parry. But did we really? Oh. There was a bit where someone comes out of a sunroof and the car spins around. Someone coming out of a sunroof happens in Big. Was it Big? You went to see in the cinema. The first time they make him do uh, hacking, they, they, he's getting like 
a blowjob while it happens. Oh no! Is that go. what it is? So it's like a really horny like movie to, about yeah, it's like, yeah. like so, to put like to put him off. Right. It's like, can you do it under this situation? <laughs> what? So, so, what? <laughs> So it's a Japanese yeah. game show. So the, <laughs> it's the equivalent so the, of when Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, she blows into his ear, but it's it's taken up a couple of notches. <laughs> yeah. well, sure, down a couple, down of, a couple notches. of notches. Yeah. Okay. So, so, the, so the so the IT professor, the human flute. She went down a couple of holes. the imitation game two colon Y two K semicolon nothing happens brackets twice is suddenly starting to take shape because if it's set around the turn of the millennium and it's, it's a me- bawdy and set, it's a porno it's, like, it's american no it's american pie meets oh, a okay. beautiful mind mm-hmm, meets mm-hmm. swordfish yes but in britain now we're talking this <laughs> is you know what this is actually I think we're talking I'm very. Uh, this is a good idea because, because the the you know the the one industry that I feel has has really dropped off in the last forty to fifty years <laughs> is the British, British sex, sex comedy. Com- Carry on up the Y two K. Exactly the the confessions of a c- confessions of an IT expert. This is the thing that we're missing, and you know, obviously, Clarky back in the day. Bore an uncanny, you know, pre pre beard Clarky bore an uncanny resemblance to uh, Robin Asquith, didn't he? Did I did you used to get that quite a lot? Yeah, well, people would ask you to clean their window. <laughs> <laughs> your your short lived career as a pop performer, lest we forget. Um, but but yeah, it, that's I I I feel like I feel like that's if if you're going to take a like a, a, a subject which we by you know whether we believe in it or not agree not that fascinating but everyone knows about it right all you've got to do is stick a couple of dicks in it i'm thinking clark is the first one <laughs> stick a couple of dicks in it yeah. stick stick two or three boobs in it and you've got yourself a movie three boobs three boobs oh total recall exactly. yeah. yeah do you totally recall the millennia <laughs> will be the line it, so it's it also carry so on it's, totally recalling the millennium has anyone ever done a sequel that is a sequel to two different movies hello oh, there is that. That. oh this there i like business. i guess it's alien versus predator isn't it yes that is yeah no, so it's not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 there is but do you not do you know what I mean? do you not feel all i'm saying is do you not feel like someone is going to be in a bar trying to chat up someone by saying oh sure i crap i i was the guy oh sure i crap I- one off <laughs> <laughs> no, sure i, mean, like, sure I crap one off at big ben but yeah. what are you gonna do about it <laughs> you know you know someone's some someone's sliding up a bit like look i'm the i'm the chick who stopped the y2k thing happening okay do you want to buy me a drink right you know like, what actually the the another film that is all computers and sex is um uh, the the girl with the dragon tattoo so maybe okay. it's got that kind of maybe it's got that kind of vibe to it, you know? Maybe it's got that sort of I'm loving this. That's uh, yeah. That sort of energy. Because you know, crucially, big look, trilogy, you know, so then nothing happens three times, so suddenly we've got us another movie there and I'm interested. So I wonder if hey The Millennium uh, Dome features. Here the, we here we go. What we yeah. do though is we make this movie. Let's not worry about what it's called for the moment. Let's just make the movie. Un untitled Pappy's summer blockbuster project. Okay, that's what we're calling it currently. Brackets Y two K. No, no, you keep you keep keep some about the Y two K, Perry. <laughs> this is why we can't have you in the pitch meeting. You're going to be giving it all away. But then 
when we bring it out, right? Yeah. It's it's a sequel to three films. Yeah. Uh, okay. A threequel. Yeah. And I opened the pitch meeting by saying, no one's ever seen a film where someone saves the world. Yes. <laughs> now hear me out. <laughs> Especially if I add this extra detail, which I left out of my original sentence, which is from the Y2K bug. What if... Um, but all I'm saying is, if this film doesn't have a scene where there's four people sat in their kegs around a table that's on top of the Millennium what, Dome, as in like, as in what you drink beer out of, like, you know, someone's you're, you're... someone's nicked their trousers. They've got to wear a barrel with some uh, braces over the top. <laughs> oh, hello! Like they look like Bill and Ben. <laughs> the, I mean, that is a British institution. Okay. They, so- they're sat in their pants around a table that's positioned on top of the Millennium Dome and they're trying to hack into the Big Ben mainframe. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's, it's, it's almost like kind of like ley lines type things. Like that's where the Millennium starts first. The, millen- exactly. the top of the Millennium Dome is the yeah. first place on Earth where the Millennium will start. So if they don't catch it there then it will start spreading. What you actually want is that they don't quite catch it and the top of the Millennium Dome starts glowing with the Y2K bug. It starts to go down, like spread down, looking like a big Christmas pudding, all the way down this electricity and then they they chop the right thing on Big Ben at the same time and it starts going back up into the guy's computer. Unfortunately, yeah, go on. Right, but no, here's the thing. It's all going to be contained in this like one flash drive because it's always down to like one little bit of microfiche or flash drive or something like that. And the flash drive is the shape of a butt plug. This is what I'm thinking. It's got to go somewhere. (laughs) And it's like the bit when Randy Quaid goes straight up into the, um, into you know, like he he flies his... his, his, It's a sequel to Inner Space as well. No, 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 not Inner inner Space. That was Dennis Quaid. It was, no, Inner inner Space 2, Upper Butt. Um, No, it was, Randy Quaid goes up in in, in, uh, Independence Day. Yes. Yeah, and so it's like that thing and he goes, there's only one way I'm going to have to become the Millennium Bug. He shoves the flash drive up his ass he turns into this big like electric bug obviously with his dick out and he like but then like using his own strength snaps his own neck (laughs) using his own strength he snaps his own neck yeah yeah that's a great stage direction you see what you see your own strength you snap your own neck or or he spears himself on the spike at the top of the millennium dome and it's will smith and we cgi Digitally, well, they've already done that. A young Will Smith uh, using CGI. So maybe we can just borrow the footage from that. (laughs) They're not using it anymore. They've stuck it out. It's public domain now, isn't it? We're going to take the computer rushes of Gemini Man or whatever it's called and 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 set it in Britain. Yeah, I think this is actually this is actually. I mean, I know I say this a lot, but this is our best idea yet. (laughs) House meeting. Can I have a lift? I live in London. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, I think what it needs to be, which it hasn't been, I don't think it was done enough. <laughs> well, you've changed it now from it was never been done. No. It's not been done enough. No, let me finish. Listen, have the courage of your convictions. It's never been done. Um, a championing, a revisiting of the millennium and what a special time that was. Yeah. Were, ex- were you excited about the millennium? I mean, I'm, I was thrilled I'm about think, it, yeah. Do you remember what you did? Like New Year's Eve millennium, I walked up, I remember I was in Wales and I walked up a hill and wrote a poem at the top of the hill. Right. So I was like, this oh, is... No, you're thinking home. of the turn of the 18th century. You're getting confused. Getting confused. I was on the Grand Tour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were you were flying a kite with a key hanging off it. <laughs> Tom, do you remember... <laughs> do you remember the poem? Um, I've got the poem, actually. It's yes, please. Right. Oh, it's not good. Come on. Oh, let's oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, of course, please. Of course oh, we do. Right. I'm, Oh God! It's bad. I Here we could go. not be more excited to to hear. What's this. also <laughs> amazing is that Parry, like, I haven't got like stuff I wrote yesterday. Here no, it is. That's it is. amazing. How is he? He's got it. He's got it to hand. Oh gosh! The only right, way so. I could have been able to find that if if, if I'd written it in my notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'd sent it in an email since I've started using Gmail, that's the only time I would have been. Able to... <laughs> and even then, what would I type in? I wouldn't remember any of the words out of it. Typing the word poem into Gmail. Did yeah, you I write mean, a poem in your AOL account to celebrate the millennium? Yeah. I, I, honestly, my, my, my MSN was absolutely buzzing that night. <laughs> it was popping off. And, and thank you to whoever, <laughs> you know, made it pop off because the Y2K would really... <laughs> there was a lot of good content going down that night. The only thing that didn't pop off were the fireworks along the Thames. Am I right? Too that, right. That guy must. There must have been someone fired for that, right? Is that that's what happened? Wasn't there supposed to be? It was supposed to become a river of fire. Was that? Wasn't that what they'd? Oh, I didn't know this had happened. I've got no. Yeah, I've I've got got no memory of this. So there was a guy. So that well, there was a person. There was there was there was a firework display planned that would make the it look like the River Thames was on fire. Whoa! It was supposed to be called like the River of Fire display, and so everyone was at. Everyone was at Big Ben. Could be. I mean, look, we'll put it in there. River of Fire. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to look. Y two K two. And then it didn't go off, or it just didn't happen. And there was like it was an anticlimax. And people, some people thought that might have been the Millennium Bug kicking in. Have I imagined this? It sounds like I've dreamt. No, you're it. not at all. Uh, UK UK news here. This is an archived site on the BBC News website. River of Fire dubbed a flop. Thousands of millennium revellers were left disappointed by a key part of the UK's millennium celebrations, a spectacular river of fire. The event, in which a wall of fire had been expected to travel along London's River Thames at midnight, has been branded a damp squib, but it was defended by organisers, including pop star Bob Geldof. (laughs) They said, it turns out it's a lot harder to light water. Yeah, I was going to say it is really difficult, actually. Geldof was like, turns out it's really solid. 
Didn't Geldof chase Nigel Farage down the Thames on a boat about Brexit as well? Wasn't that Geldof? He did. He's never left the Thames. He loves the Thames. <laughs> he's never he, left. That's well, one he's thing still you should know about set it on fire. He's there with his Zippo lighter. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like the you know what he's like the great alchemists that you know in spite of science he is the one man who wants to turn water into flames. And you know what? There's something incredibly romantic about that. I mean, <laughs> thick. But romantic. <laughs> Do they know it's Y2K at all? He was singing. <laughs> Light the water. Can Let I borrow some it. matches, please? please? I mean, they're called Swan Vestas. Where do swans go? On the water. Think Geldof, about that, mate, people. You're adult, Geldof, you're adult. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, that's the guy who... That's the character in the film. Geldof. <laughs> so did you think I was just... So, yeah, I, thought you'd, I thought you just made up a detail, but I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, so there he, are fireworks at, at New Year's, but I'd forgotten about the River of Fire completely. Or at there's least... a guy who's kind of going, yeah, you nerds, you, you're worrying about your Y2K bug, uh, leave it to the River of Fire lot, actually. So like, Geldof's the baddie. And then, and then it's... Well, not the baddie, just a little bit of, a bit of comedy colour. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're sure. going to... They're going to get their comeuppance at the end when the river of fire. He's there with his plunger. Did it, did it, is that the wrong? Is that the wrong wire that it's they initially? It's the wrong wire, Geldof. He cuts, he cuts the wire in Big Ben, and it's like, oh no, you cut the river of fire wire. <laughs> the river. Oh, of, it, and yeah. just before that, it stops the river of fire, and then they're like, cut the other one. It's like, phew, we saved Y two K, and everyone's like, boo, and they're like, you'll never know. You'll, you'll never, never know. know, but we've just saved you. You'll never know what happened this night until the film comes out in years' And then we finish time. on Tom's poem. Yes. Well, I was going to say, what a mad final line for a movie to be like someone turning to the camera and going, you'll never know about this until the film comes out. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> then he goes cross-eyed. Yes, but yeah, of course. Of course, what would really happen is then we would have... Um, we would, ha- you know, it would go to the credits would be going up one half of the screen, and then you'd see the real Tom Parry because obviously the subplot is uh, a man who went up a hill and came down a mountain. Yeah, two. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he went was up like, two hills. Yeah. <laughs> so then you see he, he, the, the character's been played by Hugh Grant all the way through the movie. Turns out to be Tom Parry, and people are a little taken aback when they see. Um, so, I so would, then, <laughs> I'd take I'd take that any day. I, I'm happy with that. Let's have let's yeah let's get in touch with Hugh and see. I'll, I'll 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 drop him a text. Um, so so then then the, the credits the credits start to roll. Hugh Grant as Tom Parry, um, Ben Clark as Robin Asquith. Um, I can actually see. I tell you who I could see doing Gervais this. Is himself. I could see Sheen doing this. Michael Sheen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was well, in nothing, Wales. Nothing at the he time. can't do. There's nothing I was up a Welsh mountain, and I could yes. see Sheen really. Really giving it this. Go on. Well, you could tell, well, is that what you saw when you got to the top of the mountain, Sheen? <laughs> yeah, Sheen was in character. Um, Always. Okay. Oh, God. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Be bold, be brave, Credits be true. start to roll. The thing you have to remember going into this is it doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's one of those sort of abstract kind of stream Why of Why would I remember poems. that, Tom? I've got no frame of reference. <laughs> <laughs> It's called the first of the first two thousand, for obvious reasons. Remind us again when you wrote it. 
<laughs> okay, let's let's hear it. Sorry, sorry, Tom. Let's hear it. Here we go. And in fact, what what kind of because um, we can ask Emma to lay some music under in post. What kind of music do you need? What kind of we'll we'll find some library music and we'll just lay it. It's Jerusalem, isn't it? Really. Can we, can, <laughs> can we find some library music that sounds enough like Jerusalem? I mean, Jerusalem, presumably, we yeah, can use do. it, can't we? Do, yeah. a bit. We'll find a MIDI version of Jerusalem like or something a, like that. An instrumental version of Jerusalem. Instrumental, because you don't want the words of Jerusalem to distract from your words. Yeah. Or okay. what's the what's the, the, the what's the name of that bird that are um, arising? The wind hover arising? Is that is that the... Oh, I don't know the wind hover arising. I, I mean, I don't know if it is. What's the... the I don't know what the... I don't Vaughan know. Williams, that's who I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Of. So either the, Vaughan Williams is the wind hover arising. Yeah, that's it. Or um, Jerusalem. Something okay. bomb, something bombastic, something stirring, something that's going to, you know, yeah. make our hearts aflame. And I'll this give it, I'll was, give it uh, a this, sheen. Tilt. As I remember, Tom, this was... You, you did this a few times on, on Nights Out. <laughs> Walked off to... Wondered write off to poem. write a poem. Did yeah. It, at what point did that stop? Was this, <laughs> was this your last? Has it stopped? Poem? Is the big question. Oh, did you do a <clears> sequel? This no. Year? I, well, in fact, it 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 stopped for a while, and then it has started again. I do write. I still. I started writing poetry again a couple of years ago. I yes, remember please. you. What we did a gig in Wales at your cousin's hotel, and you were staying with your cousin, and you went off and wrote a poem that night. Was it was it was it was it after a gig at the, your cousin's hotel? Um, and because there was a little, um, he had a little dog called Peanut. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And you yes. wrote a poem called "Fuck Off, Peanut." <laughs> yes, that's right. It, I mean, it wasn't very long. Fuck uh, off, Peanut. We're bigger than we'll ever be. We're better than we'll ever be. It was something like that, along yeah. along along those lines. I remember that's thinking, it. yeah, I think that, that was about it. That, that, what that a guy. might have been the whole poem. You haven't got that one to hand. <laughs> I've got it tattooed on my back. <laughs> Fuck off, peanuts. <laughs> because you, what we should say, a little bit of context for this, is Tom was getting peanutted at school all the time. They were always peanutted at school really right. badly. Remind me what a peanut is. Getting peanutted? Yeah. Oh, pe- peanutting is, um, right, when you were at school and they, you know, they were, you, you, have, you, you have your school tie. If they yanked the front of it... Yeah. It would tighten without, <laughs> but it wouldn't. It wouldn't strangle you, but it would tighten the knot so much that you couldn't ever get your tie undone again. Be, and it'd be just there. Yeah. Peanut, wow. So I never, the, I never heard. The, I thought you were you just making something up then. I no, 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 just... Pete. No, no, this is not like Tom's fantastical lake of fire. This is a real. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing. So, so anyway, uh, the um, so peanutting. You would. Um, what I was told when I first started at school was. There's a there's a real peanutting is rife at this school. Oh, you've come God. to like if you don't want to be peanutted, you've come you've to the wrong right goddamn school the boy. Mid, right into the middle of a peanutting spree. This be peanutting country. Prepare, <laughs> and, uh, prepare to be dry roasted within an inch of your life. <laughs> exactly. Our school logo was that little nut with the hat. You know that guy, <laughs> Mr. K. Mr. K was our Mr. K was our headmaster. Mr. Y2K was our headmaster. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a good said, job I left school in 1998, isn't it? Bloody well, hell. So they used to say kill Whitey. They were talking about Whitey K, <laughs> your headmaster. <laughs> My headmaster was the guy off the Pringles tube. So. That's oh, right. That's cool. A, that's cool, yeah. A, fl- a floating head, wasn't it? Yeah. Although, didn't, didn't, wasn't he replaced by the Monopoly man halfway through and it became an academy? <laughs> well, well, no, that um, was Mr. Soft from the Treble Soft adverts. He was our, he was our supply teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Took him ages to get into the classroom, didn't it? <laughs> He'd never tell us why the world he was living in was so strange. <laughs> but so they said, they said to me, right, like the, 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 the bigger boys, they took me to one side and they said, listen, yeah. listen, indu- Was this your induction? <laughs> yeah. This is my induction by the bigger boys. They were like, uh, they, they said, listen, it's, it's peanutting. It's pe- it, right. Firstly, it's peanutting season. Because you're yeah. the new, you're, you know, you're the new fish. You've arrived. Fresh you're nuts. Fresh nuts is what they, they cried. Fresh nuts as the school bus pulled up. Yeah, All yeah, the yeah. bigger boys were there shaking fresh the railings. Nuts, fresh, nuts, fresh nuts. Fresh nuts. All the bigger boys were there yeah, waiting yeah, for me. Yeah. Fresh nuts. Fresh, fresh nuts. nuts. Right. And we this were there. Could, this we, could absolutely be a scene in our Y2K. We were, we were year 2000. cowering, right? We were cowering because obviously we'd, you know, I yeah. my, my previous school tie had been just an elasticated it was a pre-tied of tie course, with a, bit of a simpler or, time or i had the i had the one that was a little clip on one you know like you might get if you worked in argos in the in the in the, in the 80s like that kind of one i had that which you if someone yanked that it popped straight off so you were fine a but different no, well also a different kind of issue if someone popped that it, it could fly back into your face Oh yeah, definitely. And there's that's that's one. The other one might like undo all your buttons, like pop them all off like a giant, <laughs> like a giant zip. Hey, it, could, it could actually, yeah. And all it's your a- buttons go flying off, and then it, like hit hit other kids in the eyes, and it becomes very, very dangerous. Yeah. There's no greater symbol actually for growing up. That kind of going up a level of sophistication than going from the stretchy elastic tie to the done tie at secondary school. It's very symbolic, isn't it? Yeah, it really, yeah. really is. And then, and then of course- you regress, yeah, you regress to the clip-on. Ex- exactly, because you've got a job in Argos, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> you've stopped giving a shit about life. Or or you get or, to a stage where you are a funky executive and you don't have, or a bow tie, yes, a bow tie, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. You, become, yeah you become a millionaire, bow tie. You become a millionaire, you, you wear You're a top Mr. hat, Monopoly you become, man. yeah, you become the headmaster <laughs> of the school. Now I'm the granddad. Um, <laughs> the word this original granddad was our headmaster. Now I'm the granddad, and I give nuts to my children, and I always make sure I have an EpiPen handy. Now, right, so they said, they said, um, the bigger boys said, look, you seem all right, but we're in, pe- listen, we're in peanutting, we're in peanutting territory here. What you've got to do is get yourself a two pence piece and put it in the knot of your tie. Okay. Yes. So anyway, and then you go, that's, that is a perfect, it's a, it's is a, that so you can use it in a fight? You, we're, we're in <laughs> you can whip someone around the face. David and the Goliath. Take, if, there's a, if there's a riot. Riot. Take your tie off and do take out both eyes, penny each. And uh, the no, the, it would. So that what would happen if they tried to go to peanut you, and then the tie would tighten around the the, the coin, but it wouldn't tighten. You know, in, it, like you wouldn't have to cut your tie off. <clears throat> then I heard, despite your face. <laughs> then I heard, and this was this really was awful. Next level. It, you're in a, you're in a, a no win situation here. Then I heard that in a, another school. A kid, right? They he'd been peanutted so hard that the two pence piece had shot like a like a rifle straight up through, under his chin, out the back of his head, and killed him. 
and everyone got, everyone got A's. Everyone got A's. Everyone got A's in their sats. It was the end of his exam. Everyone got A's. Yeah, everyone got A's in their sats. But apart from that, it did mean that you were then walking around. Basically, you're walking around yeah. with a cocked gun under your yeah. chin all day. Yeah. So now you have to decide: what do you want? Do you want the Do you want the fact of having to go home to your parents and say, "Look, I got peanutted. You're going to have to cut the knots out of this tie and buy me a new tie from the school shop," or do you want to be dead? Oh yeah, two, well, two pence two pence pieces of skull every day of the week, right? Clarky school was so Clarky school was so rough. He used to walk around with a cocked gun under his chin <laughs> every day of the week. It's a bit like being in prison. You've got to prove you're the craziest one, <laughs> rather that than being. Peanuted. He put a cocked gun straight through his tie, <laughs> under his under his chin, and uh, he'd have his toe. It was a long rifle. He'd have his toe through the through the trigger, and he'd be like, "Make a move." Absolutely mental that. Uh, that we make kids wear ties to school. Mental, 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 mental. At some point, that has to be stopped, right? Why? Because you, the, the because, vast majority of people of don't, mate. The vast majority of people don't wear ties. No, but the thing with the, the thing, thing I, with the school though is it's it's about um, the idea is it's a it's the first time you take you begin to take a kind of pride in your appearance. So you know you're. Um, but you're why um, is that manifested in ties? Because it's smart wear, isn't it? Smart blazer. Smart tie, you begin to, you know, like it's 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 teaching you a little bit of self sufficiency. Learning to tie your tie, learn to keep your keep your clothes clean. That's a little bit of self sufficiency. Obviously, it isn't really in real life because your parents do it all for you. Put this piece of material around your neck so it can be used as a handle, as a weapon, yeah, you're right, as a yeah. choking hazard. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like they're kids. Don't put things around their necks. That's right. Like, that's you, that's why like, you've that's why you've said you know nude schools. No, no, way forward. no, kegs, kegs, barrel kegs. <laughs> yes, of course, a keg. Yeah, of course, you've got to protect Welcome their modesty. Welcome to the flat. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's, everyone's, wearing, everyone's wearing a keg, uh, a barrel around their waist with braces, and uh, <laughs> the old hobo school that you're running. It's not a bad idea, actually. House meeting. What's the worst thing you've considered eating? House meeting. I'd love to hear this poem. I feel it's like about this that is time, this. isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be that time. You cut the wire. Credits roll. First of the first, 2000. I stopped to see if the river would cease, to witness a recognition of the world of man, that had popped its corks and talked of peace, overindulged itself with opulence, whilst appealing with photos of Kurdistan. The clock. (laughs) (laughs) You were desperate for a rhyme there, weren't you? Okay, let's carry on. Carry on. Rhymes with man. Well, I can only can only think of one thing. Yeah. I I had a flan earlier on, but that's not not exactly poetic, is it? Can't believe I didn't use the can can. <laughs> it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> who's who's right? By the way, stop inviting Parry to parties because if he's not fucking off before midnight to go and write a poem, he's shown us photos of Kurdistan to get us all in the mood. He's can canning himself up that hill again. What's wrong with a bit of what's wrong with a bit of oops upside your head? Why do you have to get a photo of Kurdistan out? Also, this is pre- old landsign, my ass. This is pre-camera phones as well. He was bringing a portfolio. Just bring in, bring in a, a, an overhead projector. Right, oh, anyway, man. sorry, we, 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 we left you at Kurdistan. The clock jarred its way to 12, 
But the river flowed consistently, the river flowed strong, and the timeless waters refused to cease. The BBC and the subcommittees were proven wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's and taken the BBC down. I, I, I was the, an early adopter of the, the mainstream early, media. An early critic of the BBC. <laughs> well, you just signed a big deal with B Sky B at that stage, didn't you? You're in, <laughs> in Murdoch's yeah, pocket. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the trees nearby watched with disdain as they poured another drink and talked of change. And the steady, endless river mocked them, for it knew things would always be the same. The clock groaned on and the river flowed in this brave new world of uncharted time. And I stood to watch the river flow. Goodness. That's actually that. You know what? I like that. I enjoyed that poem, and it's interesting as well because it sort of feels like it's very apropos for the idea of um, the, the river the, of fire. The, the, well, but the Millennium Bug as well. The idea that you stood atop this hill expecting a great seismic thing to happen, and when it didn't happen, it was actually a sign of it's, it's actually a good thing rather than a bad thing. You expected all nature to cease. But instead, nature carries on as it will do because nature doesn't re- nature doesn't respect the uh, the millennium. I've also found in in a book uh, the inlay card to God gave rock and roll to you by Bill and Ted. That's Are you sure you weren't just reading the lyrics of that? Because I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Let, let me finish. God gave rock and roll to you. Sorry, I've, I've got to the chorus. <laughs> Put it in the soul. Ole. Of everyone. <laughs> of Kurdistan. <laughs> Put it in the sole old landside of everyone. Kurdistan was a bit of a reach, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm not even sure what was going on in Kurdistan at the time. I, I don't think it was current. <laughs> well, that's a bit of a kick in the jaffers to the people in Kurdistan. <laughs> I don't think they even had the Millennium Bug over there. So what can I can we go back to that line? I obviously we don't want to you know we don't want to go back to this uh, lit firework, uh, <laughs> this river of fire. Um, what so what we because I got the popping bottles. We all do that to celebrate you know to celebrate the the, the New Year's. You and drink popping bottles. <laughs> yeah, I drink a lovely lovely bit of soda popping bottle. Lovely bit of lemonade. Yeah, I got the popping bottles thing. What and what was the ne- What was the line? Can we just go back to that? Um, which okay. Um, I stopped to see if the river would cease to witness a recognition of the world of man which had popped its corks and talked of peace overindulged itself with opulence whilst appealing with photos of Kurdistan right what are you trying to what what, what are you trying to say if you can go back 21 years (laughs) to the to the mind of a young of a young Tom Parry I think it was to do with the um, there was a lot of like charity appeals going on at the time right. and, and talk of redistribution. I think there was a big drive for redistribution of wealth. Um, right. uh, there was like um, a celebrity led kind, kind of like a band aid type initiative to redistribute world world funds. So it's a sort of scathing satire of champagne socialism. Yeah, I think I think so. And and that went hand in hand with the kind of like you know you know you've got to be drinking champagne and celebrating the millennium in a big way it was like a you know it was it was looking at that i think it was good it's good it's a good poem man that's you know there it is there it is stick a bit of music underneath it 
well, that's our end credits. We've got, I've got to Beautiful. ask as well. What? And um, then I'll get my tits out. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll drop your barrel. <laughs> <laughs> the barrel drops. River well, of Fire. After Old Lang Syne, we sing "Roll Out the Barrel." <laughs> it's like, uh, like, like the uh, in Times Square. Like the ball in Times Square. That's it. It's, it's Tom with a barrel that gradually drops to the floor. So, so Tom is stood at the top of the biggest hill of them all, the Millennium Dome. The Millennium with, Dome, of with course. A barrel around his waist. He drops the barrel. We see the red ball. The. <laughs> the hang on, are you playing me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's your body double. Cool. We see your, your red scrotum on tonight. I'm gonna. Do, I'll do the. Yeah, I'll do any of the any of the close up nude scenes. Bless you. Very happy to do that. Um, the man who went up a dome and came down a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a working title. <laughs> it's a working title. Hashtag Y2K forever. <laughs> Can I get this pizza delivered to the meeting? Hashtag. Well, there you go. There it is, everybody. Beautiful. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, really a poetic that. start to the year. I love it's, it. It's Absolutely good to be back. Right. It's great it's, to be back. It's good to be back. There's something for everyone there. A blockbuster film, a bit of literature, a bit of social commentary. Absolutely. And nostalgia. What? He had everything oh, in there. Yeah. Eddie Brew. It's, it's the best podcast of the year so far, I'd say. Certainly the best one we've done. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, five stars on iTunes ought to do it. Um, get on board or fuck off. Yeah, okay, well, sure. And don't forget, guys, be kind. Please, hashtag be kind. Into a, hashtag be kind. Hashtag get on board or fuck off. Um, the, yeah, the other, yeah. So find us on uh, Instagram and, and Twitter and all those places and tell other people, like, we really want to do a drive in, in 2021 uh, for, to get some, some new listeners because it's always fun when someone says, I've just discovered your podcast and I'm now working my way through, you know, all 150 episodes. It's really thrilling for us. So if you know somebody you think might like it um, or just want to, you know, just want to tweet about it or talk about it on Facebook or whatever, please do because we'd love some new listeners in uh, 2021. Absolutely yeah. right. Spread the word, spread the love, or fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham, Corsham team. 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 Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 